Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about pitching crappy board games from one board family. I am Ryan Gatowski and joined as always by Rick White. And I have not moved from where I've been sitting for the past 78 hours. So, wow. you know, what's the point of moving at this point? Um, I'm that hoping a- for bed sores from the quarantine. I want something to remember, you know, the quarantine by. Oh, you'll you'll remember it. Yeah, <laughs> I have ten pounds that keep reminding me of the quarantine. We call ah. that the COVID nineteen pounds. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. ten. Oh, well, so you're far. not you're not <laughs> done yet, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I still have nine more to go. Yeah, that wonderful voice that you hear is Alan Girding. How are you doing, Alan? Fantastic! I'm so happy to be here. Uh, maybe so- I shouldn't be so juvial with. Um, Jovial. <laughs> Jovial. That's the word. Jovial. Uh, with no. all the um, you know, things going on in the world. I mean, but I'm happy to be socializing with you both. Yay. Yeah. So Alan, you are a part of Tuesday Night Games, and actually you are our very first guest judge on Will It Game way back in the day. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And That's our good. um arcade friend from uh origins 2019 oh man spent so much money on the stupid arcade game it was so much yeah. fun. killer queen yes it was, it was great awesome. it was really fun you yeah. know so, so that are we gonna maybe we need to have like the social distancing version of that can we find an online version should we be playing it while we do the podcast uh rick that it's called cool. killer queen black it's on all platforms including what? switch and i play it regularly with uh, my friends we call it multiplayer monday so join us and play killer queen black on the nintendo switch you can play it on steam it's on other platforms as well i believe oh didn't snap. know about this there's slight Man. differences. It's four player versus instead of uh, five. So four V four instead uh, of five okay. and five. And there's a couple other nuances in there. Like they have a gun as a weapon now. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> nice. I, now we got to look this up. So yeah, I mean, I'm doing it right now. So, I mean, you do it. Please stop Rick. Please oh, okay. pay attention. Um, so my kids didn't get to come with us to origins and they would be so in love with this game. So now I've got to figure out, I might have to get that. So, very cool, very cool. So, Alan, uh, you were uh, back all the way back in episode three of Will It Game. Uh, can you imagine that we have, since the last time you, that you were on, we have pitched uh, 50 different terrible board games since the last time that you were on? Can That's you believe deal. that? Ryan, do you, yeah. remember, do you remember what you pitched? I have not looked back at that episode, but I want to say I think it was the this old house with Bob uh, Vila. Yep, the Bob, Bob Vila, Vila board the game. Bob Vila board game. Yep. Yes, that is exactly right. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you all: Have any of your pitches come to fruition? Whether someone sniped them from this podcast or otherwise? That's some funny information. So one of my pitches somebody reached out and said, that's a pretty dope idea. And I actually think I'm going to probably pursue that. It's a roll and write. uh, It's a roll and write style game. And I might actually work on that a little bit. Um, Somebody recently as of probably about a month and a half ago, um, reached out and asked us if, if we minded, if he took some of the thoughts and titles and stuff, from one of the Willet games and used it. And we told him totally cool. Like, let us help you play test it, you know? Um, and then Rick, you have a funny one, don't you? Yeah. Um, the other day we found on Kickstarter, um, 
uh, Battle of the Boy Bands, which I pitched uh, a year or a little more than a year ago, uh, Boy Band Battle, which and the mechanics were very similar and stuff. So I was like, oh, snap, what's going on? And I did, did some digging and found out that they had actually started working on the game before I had come up with it. So just, you know, two geniuses thinking alike. That's all. Sure, sure. They just had to burn and shred all the documentation and then fabricate, backlog their dates to make Exactly, that yeah. Look at this picture that's been around for three years, we swear. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Chicken, I think Chicken Heist is a game that actually successfully kickstarted and is in, I think it's in fulfillment right now, but Chicken Heist was actually the name of one of the games that I pitched a while back. Had nothing to do, like they were totally opposite games, but uh, just the name. Um, there was actually a game that actually existed that I found out about about a week after we we put that episode up. So, yeah. so if you all, you're think? such givers. Yeah. You just put it it's out into the community and planting seeds all over the place, and they're just yeah, popping you know. up everywhere. Yeah, still these terrible ideas. So, yeah, Alan, do you remember how the show works? Yeah, you are given a topic. You pitch ideas around that topic, and then I tell you who the winner is. Is that That's right? right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty clean. Do this. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we're thinking about hiring some toddlers to do this because we've got yeah. other things we need to do. Yeah, I mean, so. my baby needs to get to work. So, I mean, that's true. What has she been doing? Napping and eating. Like, it's maybe that's the next old. topic for this uh, Will It game. Is yeah. Baby toddler. jobs? Yeah, toddler, toddler jobs. jobs. Mm-hmm. Toddler jobs. I like mm-hmm. it. So, so, Alan, your uh, theme of choice is cash grab games. So, I think, uh, I think, you know, Rick and I can uh, speak to that. Oh, you know what? Before we even jump into this, why don't you tell us what you've been up to, man? We want to hear about Alan Gurdon. What's what's the life of Alan Gurdon look like? You know, uh, well, it's pretty sedentary right now. I mean, all things considered. But the good news is, I'm a college professor of psychology. So mm. when the quarantine hit, all of my classes were converted to online classes. And that looks like it might be that way until 2021 because they may Mm. even do it for the fall semester because of being prudent. So I have just been working from home and my lovely partner in crime, Crystal, she also works from home. So we've just been staying indoors nonstop, working Mm -hmm. every day. And I've been doing some Tuesday night game things. We've been working on okay. some mothership sci-fi horror role-playing game with Sean McCoy, getting ready for some upcoming Kickstarters, that kind of thing. Busy bodies. So it's, mm. it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting time. But selfishly, once again, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, good. And uh, a, a new thing that we're doing on the show is actually we're asking our guests about uh, a silly question that we need them to answer before we ever get started. It's kind of like the price of admission here. Yeah. So I'm thinking you're lying and you found something really embarrassing about my past and you're just making up that you always do this with all the guests. But and you are here very they are. The person that... <laughs> We have a special guest on the show. (laughs) Um, So what is your favorite dance move that you pull out at the wedding? At a wedding. When you go to a wedding, when you're not in quarantine, what's that dance move you go to? What's your go-to? Oh, man. Well, she's... 
So most of the dance moves that I've done in the past don't have official names. That was before things like Dance Central and Fortnite. Now you've got all these name things. I mean, there was always the running man, but I was taught by a friend of mine way back when I was 20 years of age. I was really into dancing. I'd go to clubs. There you go. That was one techno was in. And I was almost competitive with my dance moves, trying to pull out everything, impressing people. I tried to get the circle going on, did a little fusion of break dancing and some liquid and whatever. But then my friend pulled me aside and said, Hey, no one's going to like you. I mean, it's impressive. It's good, (laughs) but you're not going to make friends that way. He Mm. said, watch this. And then he went on the dance floor and he was the whitest, most uncoordinated but happy mm-hmm. guy on the dance floor doing these ridiculous dance moves arrhythmic and he got all the attention people instantly mm-hmm. felt comfortable mm-hmm. they came around like yeah you're trying go for it because they like cheering for the rudy dancer mm-hmm. basically yeah yeah so now my go-to dance moves that makes everyone laugh and seems to have a better time are the go-to starting the lawnmower Yep, and the sprinkler yep. and the shopping cart, those domestic yeah. dance, move, dance moves in sequence where people can totally tell nice. what I'm doing. It's more miming than dancing, if anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I think those are definitely ones that you want to pull out at the wedding, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good. All right, Alan, let's get into these uh, game pitches. I'm going to pitch first. Your theme is cash grab games, and I can't think of a better cash grab than as seen on TV products. So I've got, as seen on TV, the game. This is a party game where players will start with a single product, like a microwave or a lamp. Uh, The players will have to choose from three cards in their hand, and they will pass the card to the right of themselves. Each player at the table then adds a feature card to the original item. It might be that it reduces back hair or it's powered by orange juice. That's always a feature that I look for on my, as seen on TV products. The, then once the players, uh, once all of the players around the table add features to the card, the card comes back to the original owner and they have to pitch the product. (laughs) And we'll give, We'll give a little bit of leeway. We'll give them a couple seconds to really compose themselves and see all of the amazing features of their product. And then they have a one-minute timer where they have to make their case in front of the live studio audience, which is the other players at the table. Once the pitch is done, everyone votes with tokens that represent money that players would spend on ordering this wonderful As Seen on TV product. Nice. And that's As Seen on TV, the game. Boom. That would that would make some money on a Kickstarter. I think, I think a lot of people would, would pledge for that. So, yeah. So do you have any questions uh, about this uh, nonstop party hit? Yeah. Um, we're going to get into some nitty gritty mechanicals. Are you ready to oh, get in the hot seat here, Ryan? Yeah. When I think party games, that's exactly what I think. Nitty gritty uh, yeah. mechanics. Nitty gritty mechanical yeah. details because yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. about the elegance. Now, what do you imagine is the player cap in this? So I feel like six is good, you know, and I would even say if you wanted to do a team game, uh, you could do something where, you know, two, two people teamed up and they kind of submitted because you'll have, everybody will have three cards for the products. And then they'll also have, I don't know, three or four cards, but you want a good variety of those features that you're going to add in. So I could even see like, um, spouses, uh, 
teaming up against each other. So maybe you have 12 people around the table or, but you're going to pair off in twos, you know, so you have to make a decision as a couple or as a group, Hey, let's add this feature to this product. So it could, it could go up from there, but I think you would have to pair up and do teams uh, for that. Ryan, now you're cooking with orange juice because Mm. that was pretty smooth. I love the idea of teams because then you have the shill while you have the seller, as is typical in those telecommercials. What are they called? Correct my memory. The telecommercials where you're selling something. The infomercials. Infomercials. Yes. Infomercials. Yes. So you got the teamwork with the infomercials. That's great. Because my concern is- That would be fun, yeah. With too many players, that's too Mm -hmm. many things connected to it. So if you have six players, that's a good cap because then you have five features. You have five features, yeah. Five features, yeah. So Mm -hmm. so that seems to play. All right. Now, how is it that people judge? Do they just listen to everyone's and vote for one? Or is it that everyone has individual point cards that they have to distribute so they have to rank all of the pitches they just saw. So my thought is that these these point cards are going to be different increments. You know, uh, one might be nine ninety five, one might be nineteen ninety nine, one might be twenty nine seventy five. You know, all these different uh, numbers that would flash up. Of course, plus shipping and handling will be at the bottom of every one of these card token cards. Goodness, you're um, beautiful. But you're going, that's what my wife says. Um, they're going to no, submit that as, so basically you'll add up the total and record it on a score pad or a dry erase board, you know, what the total cost, what what people were willing to pay for your uh, as seen on TV pitch. So um, I don't think that you would give over the token, but I think that you would, um, you wouldn't want to give away your uh, $39.95 token frivolously you know you'd want to hold on to that and maybe save it till you had the yeah, best so, pitch. yeah yeah you want to be wowed wow me with your pitch you know so. yeah got it i would yeah. um i would like to lodge my normal complaint at this point of the uh show where i say that ryan is ripping off another game oh um, i i was about to that was gonna be my next question rick you know, oh, I'm, just, I'm just looking at a game on board game geek called life's a pitch um released in 2009 which is essentially the same game so um i think ryan should be disqualified automatically um it doesn't say anything about um back hair though to be fair so i guess you know maybe you're original who knows i'm updating it for the 2020s my question wasn't even going to be that my question was going to be have you heard of the game pitch deck i have not Oh, that's by Palm Court Games, the same group that brought us Monikers and Wavelength. So Mm. I recommend you check that out because the advice I give all designers is what game is most similar to yours? What Mm -hmm. game is going to be competing against your game? Do the research. Know what's already out there. I was thinking... my like kid, my-, my kid likes Super Fight, so I was thinking Super Fight's kind of, you know, uh, in in a similar vein. You're throwing things onto uh, a base card, and you're kind of adding to it, and so um, that's kind of where where this all spawned from. Nice, nice, but it is a party game, and when you yeah. jump into the party game pool, a lot of times people think that's a smaller pool. Not that mm-hmm. it's small; that fewer people can join in. But the things you can do mechanically with a game become mm-hmm. more limited. Yeah. So, all right. And some yeah. of those party game pools look yeah. very similar. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and some of them you just steal right from the show floor. All right, so I'll go ahead and pitch my game before Ryan rips off anybody else. Um, so <laughs> I guess I shouldn't talk about ripping off with the, uh, what I'm about to do. Okay. About to so um, I love it when Ryan can see my notes and know that I'm about to do something ridiculous. It makes me happy. So my game is Will It Game the Game? Because, you know, now we've got more than 50 episodes on our, under our belt. I think it's time for us to cash in. In this game, you'll be tasked with making up games. Two players compete against each other in each round, with the rest of the players serving as the guest judge, with one head judge in case there are any ties. Cards are flipped out that give a theme or a mechanic, plus a bonus deck that mentions a random item that has to be included in the pitch. Um, they also flip a, to- a token to determine if they're going to be making a serious game pitch or a ridiculous game pitch. Players have two so minutes. Ryan versus Rick situation. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, players have two minutes in order to come up with their ideas and then they share them and they're awarded points based on how well they meet the criteria, especially which one is the least crappy. Players each get to pitch, each get to pitch two or three games depending on player count. And, um, yeah, that's Will It Game the Game. And, of course, you know, I've already got the stretch goals. Um, number one stretch goal, you get a custom box with my face on it. I'm pretty sure that's what everybody's wanting. And in the deluxe edition, a <laughs> soundboard with Alan Girding responding to your pitches. So when somebody says something, we just got Alan's voice as saying, that was great, or what kind of nonsense is that? You know, all your catchphrases you're that you're known for. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that is Will It Game the Game. Wow, you really mm. pander. Yeah. 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 To I me, guess. to yourselves, to your listeners. Oh man. And yeah. I guess that's on par with the theme of cash grab, pandering, mm-hmm. so you can get people to invest. Wow. Yes. Earlier I wrote a game about pandaing and that was way different, but pandering is definitely <laughs> something I feel like I can do. Well, am I supposed to ask you questions, Rick? Yeah, yeah. Bring them on. Don't In don't your- think too deep. It's a real shot. This pool is a baby pool. Yes, yes. In your heart and in your mind, Rick, how is your game different than the one Ryan just provided other than you are providing games instead of products? Well, I think Mm. one thing I've got going for me is that um, the licensing rights. Um, Obviously... Um, as I, as I said on a podcast I recorded earlier, we're getting up there with Beyonce and international recognition, our, um, will it game podcast. So, I mean, people have been begging for this. They, they want, they want the will it game experience in their own home. We at first said it's a podcast. You can listen to it at home, but the, they didn't care. Um, so I think we are providing a product that people have asked for and that doesn't already exist. And my face is going to be on it. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. (laughs) yeah i love it so Mm -hmm. my question then is what do you think the player count should be for will it game you know i think we're looking at it because only two people are pitching each time you know it might get a little boring i mean another thing that you could do is just increase the number of people that are doing pitches based on you know as the number increases um, but probably don't want to get above eight or 10 um, because otherwise, you know, we might, it might just be a little bit too much. Um, but I do know you, you do love the giant massive games uh, with tons of people in them. So I, I don't know, maybe we could have a version in which, you know, you have 
you know, dozens of people all contributing ideas to one crazy uh, will it game pitch. Um, Hmm. And you're, you're kind of hitting that mass market. That's my only concern is that if you're squaring off two V two and there's multiple rounds, how do you declare a winner then? Is this some type of bracket system like March Madness? Hmm. Hmm. Um, you know, I don't know that maybe, maybe that's something we can incorporate. If you get more and more people involved, maybe everybody starts with one pitch and maybe that's an, a, a rules variant. You have one pitch that everybody's working on or one set of cards, and then they all give a pitch. They go head to head, and then the games are, you get to develop it a little bit more but for your next pitch. And maybe you flip another card that gives you another element that you have to incorporate. Um, you know what, now, Rick? I, it sounds like you're just making this up on the fly, right? You're, now. you're mm. not wrong. Um, but I think <laughs> what's happening is Alan Girding is earning a co-creator spot on this game. Is what's happening. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> and, yeah, and if you order today, um, we'll give you a uh, eight track with uh, your favorite Will It Game episodes on it. Yes, that is an eight track. Uh, do you call it a cassette? I don't even know what. I think you just call it an eight track. Like my thing. I yeah. feel like you're stepping stepping in my stuff here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm kind of doing what I can to uh, okay. appeal to the masses. Yeah, yeah. So, Alan, this is the time in the show that most of our guests uh, have you know, stopped listening. <laughs> love. Yeah. <laughs> What do I have to do? Oh, decide. Sure. I'll take a, whatever. Um, no, you have to decide which game pitch was the least crappy. You know what? It's very difficult to do in this instance, because there's a lot of Venn diagram overlap going on between the two of you. A lot of melding of minds. So I want to go ahead and flip this on its head. And I want to give you each one minute to tell me why your game is the least crappy out of these two. Now you can not just mention your own game, but you can mention your opponent's game as well. So let's reverse this. And we're going to start with Rick since Ryan started. Rick, why is Will It Game much better than As Seen on TV? Well, see, um, first off, mine is not a game that already exists. And so um, therefore, um, we won't have to worry about any kind of infringement, uh, making enemies in the board gaming world. Um, And... You know, I think also, you know, I don't think Ryan has has it in him to more fully develop this game into what it needs to be. And I mean, I've got all we've got all this experience. No, I'm going to say I Ryan is not included in my pitch. I hope that's been uh, obvious. Um, I have 50 episodes of experience. So, you know, we've got a brand, we've got a system, we've got, you know, a structure to our show. And I think that can very be very easily be brought into everyone's home. Okay. Thank you very much. Ryan, one so, minute maximum. Go. Everybody knows as seen on TV. Everybody knows the stamp as seen on TV. Everybody knows those red letters. I feel like this would be beautifully set as an end cap as seen on TV, the board game. And you have some sort of rotisserie fryer that is also a juicer that is also a melon baller um, on the front cover. I feel like it lends itself to a lot of different avenues and a lot of creativity because if anything i want to see the creativity of you beautiful beautiful gamers out there i've seen the creativity of will it game and let me tell you this show is held up with balsa wood and popsicle sticks and a little bit of duct tape it's pretty sad 
and we have no budget. So I'm just going to go in and be like, well, it game's a piece of crap. And uh, you might want to go with the first pitch. Mm, very nice. Wow. I, do, I do enjoy self-sabotage where you talk about uh, something that you work on as well and call it a piece of crap. That's pretty awesome. Oh, absolutely. I'm loving it. My decision has been made. Oh, snap. I'm going to go with the decision <laughs> of Ryan versus Rick. <laughs> I love this. The award for least crappy game goes to Rick's teammate Ryan. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, this is and so this, good. This is why. This is why. Because Even I always win. It's very oh, oh, similar no. to <laughs> other games. I want to see an actual infomercial done for As Seen on TV. And if this was a game that went on Kickstarter, the Kickstarter video is already made in of itself. All you have to do is invest in renting out one of those television studios where you can have an infomercial. And then you could actually put As Seen on TV, As Seen on TV. Absolutely. I would like to point out that no one under 19 knows what a commercial is. So um, I don't. Tr- I think true. we might be in trouble on uh, that front. But you know, that's fine. You're, you're saying no one under 19 has commercials or advertisements pop up on their YouTube videos. That is true, one. but that, I don't think we've really gotten into the as seen on YouTube kind of uh, product. That is yet. true. No, that Maybe is true. Get, touche. Touche. Maybe touche. We need to now get in into five that. Years. Maybe in that's five what years. They're going to say, "What is a TV?" So <laughs> yeah. it anyway. was a difficult decision. I will say that again it was very very close we're both very terrible yes yeah so alan thank you so much for coming on the show and man it's been really cool to uh to have you back on after 50 episodes um like this is a milestone we really we really dig you being on the show and thank you for bringing so much energy to this podcast man i appreciate it no problem it'll take 50 more episodes before i can recharge my batteries again Certainly. That's right. That's right. So Robot Alan Girding was on our show. Make sure you check out his podcast. Why don't you plug that podcast, sir? Sure. It's Tuesday Night Podcast. It's all about the games we play on, around, and under the gaming table. So it's about the stories we make while we do it. Man, I'm rusty. Because let me tell you, we're also working on our new YouTube channel, uh, Tuesday oh, okay. Night Games, and we're working on TKTV. We have one episode Ooh. right right now where I'm just talking about some of our products, shamelessly shilling. But we got a lot of good stuff. So check out our website. Check out Mothership. Check out everything we provide. I'd appreciate awesome. it. And that's all I should really say, I think. Man, yeah. I don't know. I'm rusty and promoting myself. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah, that's not Lemonade. Yeah. Two Rooms in a Boom, World Championship, Russian Roulette. All those things. Good stuff. Very cool. Alan, thanks for joining us tonight as our guest judge. And uh, if you want to hear more Will It Game, be sure to check out OneBoardFamily.com. There you can find the podcast. You can find news, reviews, and interviews with board game personalities. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of them at OneBoardFamily. And until next time, we will see you at the table. Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com. <laughs> <laughs>